The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh my god. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I threw it up. <laughs> com forward slash DWA. Uh, Heel and Toe Apparel has been our longest supporter of the DWA podcast, and we're super stoked to have them on board. They make all of our shirts for the rallies, and uh, you couldn't ask for cozier shirts for snuggling up with a bunch of people on a rally. Uh, what do you think, Art? Yeah, I agree. And I, I really appreciate that he's a hardcore car guy. He really has a ton of variety of cool. We've talked about it. It's like nerdy, but cool designs, right? They're not so geeky that you don't want to throw them on. And it's just like some stupid quote or something. It's like, it's actually like cool, simple graphics. Like there's the traction control off button. There's the, uh, no limits. No limits is my favorite. I love that design. It's such a great design for the Nurburgring. Uh, and I really like his five speed, uh, shift gate pattern. You know, yep. he, he ha- for a while was really pushing the, the six speed, but then also launched the five speed, which is really cool because that is kind of more in our wheelhouse. You know, we drive some of these old school cars that, that only had five gears. Some of us for four. sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. And, uh, he's definitely, uh, a big supporter of us, which is an easy way for you to help us as a listener, uh, support the people that support us. Right. So, uh, definitely encourage folks to go and check out heel and apparel.com forward slash DWA for a discount. And I just saw he's offering first class free first class shipping for orders over 50 bucks too, which is pretty sweet. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. He's they're They're so good. And, um, all their shirts are like the highest quality. He doesn't skimp on every, anything. They're all water-based prints, which makes the graphics super smooth and, you know, not all rough and plasticky and, uh, just really good products with really clean, nice designs. And, and, uh, I'm, I'm just super stoked on them as is the, I think our whole community, and people like Henry Catchpole who wear them, you know, is wearing a heel and toe shirt in the newest Carfection video where he drives the M3 CSL manual conversion. That's awesome. And he rocks that in the, in the other, what is that one? Uh, the GT3? Yeah, I think video? it's the GT3 touring or the GT3 manual. It's just, a, it's basically talking about how good a manual transmission is and how important it is, right? Exactly. And, and this is, part of that whole thing right it's it's yeah. the, the community the culture behind all of this old school radness um i also wanted to mention his variety of hats i mean if you're a dad hat guy he's got you covered if you want trucker hats if you want everything he, he's got the Flat cool beanie bill. he has a standard kind of more yeah more standard hat he has cool beanie dawn patrol beanie super Dude, cool look, talk about cozy that thing looks pretty warm yeah yeah for sure um yeah so go check him out heel and toe apparel.com forward slash DWA and use the code DWA at checkout to get 20% off your order. Welcome to driving. Well, awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Art. And I'm Brian. This is a Sunday edition. Yeah, that worked. Sunday edition. Um, What are you drinking there, Art? 
I was distracted. Lane noticed there was a bit of a delay on my end. Um, I'm drinking some Viognier. It's like a, it's a white wine. It's kind of like between a Chardonnay and a Sauvignon Blanc, but a little more stone fruity, apricotty. You know what I mean? I've, I've had, had it a lot of many stuff. times. Yeah. Stone fruity, but it's it smells stone really fruity. good. It's it it smells like like uh, like peach or something. That's why I'm smelling. Mm. What are we supposed to think of that hipster nice. cup you got there? Nice. Is that a Thule oh, cup? This is like a freaking insulated fifty dollar insulated cup. I have I, that same cup. No. So we Ooh. got it free of charge. It was given oh. to uh, I think same event. I missed out on the cups. Yeah, we, yeah. We uh, remember we went to a uh, Thule event in San Francisco. Yeah, was oh, like a right. there was like a couple cool cars there and yeah, stuff yeah. with racks. Yeah, on. those were just on a table, and you can grab. You can basically grab as many as you wanted. Yeah. They're great, dude. They're they're fucking yeah. amazing. Like they yeah. they're insulated, so they keep the liquid yeah. cool or hot forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just get a little bit of liquid in there. By the exactly. way, for, forever. Yeah. I just want to throw that out there. Is like yeah, that's a little it, exaggeration. Well, I'll tell forever. you this. Um, that we we got these cups like two years ago or so. I've had a uh, wine in it since then, and it's still the same temperature. <laughs> it's still cold. <laughs> what is the what's the other company that Warren always hates on? Oh, he hates on the, Yeti. Yeah, Yeti. So mm. my mom works mm-hmm. for Apple, so she got she got all these Yeti uh, mugs given. Like they were given, they had them or something. I mean, I for like, free. Don't get me wrong. I got like I'll take all that Yeti, shit. Uh, Yeti coffee Good. mugs, dude. They're pretty yes. fucking dope. Take so, all the free so Yeti my, shit you can. My understanding, though, is the hate comes from the fact that they're not made in the USA, but they're it's supposed to be really, really good shit, right? And they're I'll, really expensive, and there's yeah. cheaper alternatives that are just as good or better. Yeah, well, I, don't, well, I, don't, gotten, I didn't know that. Well, all the cooler companies were like, "Holy shit, people will pay five hundred dollars for a fucking plastic cooler. Yeah. We can do that." So, Igloo and uh, whatever, all the generic cooler companies make a like rugged yeti style thing but yeah like a, a three-day f- cooler or a five-day cooler or whatever yeah there's a few companies that do like the yeti there's a uh, pelican makes coolers now like pelican case which you've heard of and then grizzly and grizzly's like they're they look identical like a lot of the same features a couple differences grizzly the made in the usa yeti. Yeah. yeti made in the philippines and they're the same price, and they have the same performance. Yeah. So I, I went with the Grizzly. I Filipino people so much, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, pass that real quick. I mean, we all we all know that they're trolls. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Right? Well, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. What is yeah. this? Um, I love lumpia, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. Give me all the Filipinos <laughs> in the world. No, no. no but um, um, I'm just so saying. I did. People like. I did look them up though, and I think what, what Warren. I I apologize for interrupting, but. Tell me that this is probably the main thing, right? Yeti's a big um, kind of lifestyle brand where they really focus on the image of the brand and, and, and the product is is there and it's good. Yeah. But whereas Grizzly is like hardcore, like real outdoor, like legit, like type. Their approach is more like focusing on the core kind of uh, people and like Yeti's definitely tapping into the lifestyle side of things maybe. I just think you know, Grizzly's way smaller. So they're just You know how tinier. I would compare it. Uh, Grizzly is the mint mode of um, cooler cups. I don't even think they, they make it. They're, they're not all about advertising yeah, yeah. And, fuck, and all that stuff. They right? have the like, same good product, but they have the same good product, but they're just like not spending all the money on storefronts and stuff. Exactly. Oh, Thank you, Lane. Stuff, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't have anything against Yeti's like performance or quality. It's just uh, bang, you know, same for same. Uh, Grizzly, I feel like gets the nod. 
That's all I can yeah, tell you. Yeah, you threw out Pelican. Pelican's probably super pricey. They are. I have a couple of their cases, and they're big. I know, I know. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. And, um, they definitely have the brand name for it, and it's smart for them to do it. But um, they have a weird handle system. I don't want to get into it. We could talk about this all oh, night. Shoot. Hey, man, yeah. I'm down. But, Let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, so the handles are rigid. They're not a uh, rope or, um, oh. you know, flexible. So yeah. um, it's like a hard plastic thing that swivels. And mm-hmm. that can get fucking jammed into stuff or your hands get, you know, fucked up. Yeah, especially when you're when you're packing it tight in the back of a car totally. or something like that. And it like mm-hmm. seems more potential for breaking and stuff. So, you know, yeah. they might change that design or maybe that was just what they were already had on the shelf or something. But yeah, uh-huh. I wonder if, if it's patented or something, because I know um, Yeti does that. Um, they have like the rope and, and that's one of the things they actually like promote, yeah. right? They, they really focus on that part of it. Um, I did a little bit of research on Yeti because I was trying to figure out if they would be a good partner. Now they're, it's, it's ruined. Thanks, Wham. But, um, uh, they seem like their products are it's, super legit and they've done, it's not, qu- it's not ruined. Partner <laughs> way. They've done a lot I, of I have a Yeti cooler. Uh, Warren yeah. just gets so defensive. He brings up all this stuff. He's always no, no. I'm just, I, uh, I just know I, the facts. So I'm trying to educate people. That's all. Yeah. You're, but it's like, you know, like Brian's like, like Yeti's that, good, right? That's a, that's you know, his no. that's his selling point. <laughs> You're like a 912 guy with your Grizzly. I think you know I'm the oh, 9, I'm the 911 guy with my Yeti. It's like I don't even oh, know who wow. is this 912 912. <laughs> yeah. Is that even a Porsche? Like he's like he's like it's lighter weight, dude. It, it, yeah, it's yeah. more balanced. Yeah, it's yeah. pure. It's more, it's more pure. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. I'm just I'm out there living my life, you know, in canoes or fighting <laughs> grizzly bears or uh, <laughs> you know flying on uh, what are those winged things that you go in your airplane bag. <laughs> Wait, no, things, yeah. No, 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 the hang glider. I'm hang gliding. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, you're way back more at hipster home, than uh, that. with a spreadsheet yeah. comparing Grizzly versus Yeti. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. We no, just throw no, our no. green money you're out there yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. and yeah, then Yeti uh, things come. I, I was really surprised to find that like their main, one of their main and their best selling products, I should say, is, uh, it's like a bucket. It's a, it's basically a bucket that you could also store shit in, but also has Dude. like this r- super rugged top. It's crazy. Lid. And, it's, and that's, it's just a bucket, but it's, it's a bucket. It's, it's a Home it's, Depot it's, bucket, dude. Yeah. With, but with it's an double insulated, insulated, like 30 sure. bucks. <laughs> Their like soft coolers are like a two hundred dollars. That sounds like a good a, a, a good bucket that's insulated. Sounds like a good little party little you know patio party in a bucket. Just because well, it's the, a yeah, just because a bucket is a great design that can be made cheaply yeah. doesn't mean you can't have a premium bucket, dude. How about just water? two buckets stacked in each other, insulated, oh, insulated? Oh yeah, with yeah. and you can put ice in between. Huh? Oh, um, <laughs> or a gel, and then you freeze the whole thing and oh, just put shit. it. Up with a new dude, product? you get yeah. a Yeti freezer. Bro, imagine the markup on those. They'd be five grand. Oh, Brian, easy. and we could and we can make them in the Philippines too. Just dude. to yes. keep your buckets, just to keep your bucket in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, all of that to keep your Yeti bucket yeah. in it. Exactly. Yeah. You need a ton of space to freeze the Yeti yeah. bucket. Dude, they're huge. You need to walk it goes in outside. It's a total walk-in thing. Yeah, yeah. It's an, it's like a shed, but it's just a freezer. So here is here's another stat for you. Uh, I know you're. I hate, hate the stats, Brian, but none of these coolers even work unless they're pre-cooled. Yeah, it's a little wild. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like yeah. if it's if it's, it's been out in the, in the back of your car and you're like, oh, I'll just throw stuff in it and take it camping, everything will melt because it keeps that temperature the same as it would keep cold temperature. It's like oh, an it's like an so ice melting machine. Yeah, you need it's to like, like an ice melting machine. Yeah, mm. like like ideal situation, you have a walk-in freezer or a refrigerator. Yeah. You leave it in there for a couple days, and then yeah. you pack it for your camping. 
so that's a that's a big flaw because who has a uh, an area big enough I know. to cool? So what uh, I do is cooler. I have jugs of water, just like you know old milk jugs that you fill with water. Freeze those, and then Good you idea. put those in the cooler leading up to your trip. Jeez. So it's like, like the prep before the prep. Yeah, yeah it is. It is it's a lot of work. Fucked up. But this happened to us once. We were in on our a big road trip, and we were in Vegas, and we weren't camping yet. We were at a hotel, and then we were going to go to Zion, and so then we. Went to Trader Joe's, got ice, got all this stuff, and the cooler wasn't hot. It just wasn't cold, and that shit melted in like two days. I'm like, what the fuck? Fucking five day ice retention. So have ice cubes for five to seven days. I'm like, this is it was water in two days. So lesson learned. Tough stuff. Dang, tough stuff. That's that's kind of shitty, actually. Yeah, there's got to be a better solution to that. Well, would, well have, you can buy I, I, you can Yeti buy the cool, Yeti the Yeti freezer yeah. lane. Yeti ice blanket that um you you pop these little things that are oh. inside of it and then you wrap the 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 cooler yeah, yeah. and then it freezes it. Not a bad idea. Or, yeah. or basically a blanket that you stuff. You could put it in your freezer and then put it into the Yeti to pre-cool it, right? Yeah, which is what. So because something yeah. small, you need something. But he's saying he does jugs and all this right, stuff. Right. Like Compact if they had an actual well. product that was, yeah. you're able to like just throw in your freezer and then have that yeah. work. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, they do have uh, electric, you know, actual refrigerated coolers. The dome, uh-huh. the Dometic or Dometic or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, those, those, are, those are bank, but they're rad. I mean, they work for sure. Are those made in Sweden? Um, they're made in my house. I just make them here. Oh, okay. Yeah. My house. Hey, uh, so heads up for people that aren't on Patreon. If you were on Patreon, you could have voted for, uh, BRZ versus Miata. And I have the results in now. Do you guys, uh, it was, there was a specific in. BRZ specific. Yes. Do you want to like, so yeah. it's, uh, I'll, I'll just read it and then people can be enticed. You enter one of those back of the magazine raffles to win a car, and guess what? You won. Your choice of a new Subaru BRZ TS or Mazda MX-5 Miata RF. So that's the folding target top. Uh, both have two-liter four-cylinders, manual transmissions with actual clutch pedals and rear-wheel drive. The Miata is roughly 350 pounds lighter, but also has 24 less horsepower. BRZ has a rear seat, so there's that. But the Miata has a folding target top. Torque output is very similar, but the Miata peaks at 4,000 RPM compared to 6,400 for the Subaru. BRZ is also $1,550 cheaper, but don't let that sway your judgment. The only catch is you can't sell it for one year or until you've clocked at least 10,000 miles. So what's it going to be? And we talked about this on text, but I guess we could get into it just for a second. And, uh, uh, I do want to get into that comment you made about the 4,000 RPM peak. Um, it peaks there, but it, but it sustains it to like 7,200, right? Yeah. It doesn't, yeah, but you it doesn't get it, fall. You get it early. Yeah. Uh, much, cause the new, much the new, that's one thing, cause, uh, Brian voted. I wasn't sure if we were allowed to vote, oh, but yeah, I, yeah. I saw well, that I, he voted and he I commented. I can vote. I'm also a member. I <laughs> pay $2 a, a month. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. A dollar or something. So, um, Brian voted and he said that he, well, one of the things among several that he mentioned was that the, the You're BRZ. You're just going to come up with my answer? Like, what's BRZ the... had a revier motor and yeah, I thought that was on... incorrect. Yeah, yeah. I, I was well, just what basing it think completely that? on the, uh, well, I did say it was icing. Line too, right? an icing, icing on, on the cake. 
But yeah, the, it was all based on Warren's Warren's. But the question. new Miata, I think, has a higher red line than the BRZ. It and does. It, yeah. it does. It revs to seventy five hundred, and then the uh, the I think BRZs are like seventy two. It's not crazy different, but it but it, the new motor is way revier. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, I was. That's a high red line. That's pretty rad. That is really yeah, that's rad. That's great. Yeah, I want to. I want to drive both of these cars, and um, I've always been a fan of of the BRZ and and the new Miata, really. But uh, I think if it was a replacement for a daily or something, I'm going to use more than just like you know, fun drive days, rallies, stuff like that. Then I'm going to go BRZ. If it's just the third car that is meant for our like you know day trips drives up in the mountains coastal range rallies i'm gonna go miata that's my take and they do go a long yeah. way with some a little stance and wheels wheels and tires make a huge difference for the rf because they do ride a little high a little high yeah so both of these cars don't have like the brembo brake packages or anything like that right no the they ones do that you are no, offering they, they, both, the, they both do i think or at least the, the miata brz does. does this is the sporty version the ts yeah. brz does but that miata doesn't the base i thought it did the miata the rf oh maybe not no rf is to, just yep. about the top that's just thing. the fixed the yeah roof, fixed roof or whatever yeah yeah the brz does have it it was like uh that and i think they mentioned sax suspensions yeah. yeah. stampers yeah like, and ooh. a limited slip i think too limited slip and you get the wing too man don't forget oh, the yeah. wing the wing um, and probably some I interior was, stuff too. I so thought, the BRZ is a little more set up. It yeah, is. The, the, I, yeah. I, I thought it was an interesting raffle. Whoever decided to put this raffle on, you know, it was probably cornflakes, right, one? No, no, it's like one of those charity yeah, raffle. Like, uh, you know, yeah. it goes to you pay fifty dollars. Oh, pay hundred bucks the ticket. Yeah, this was an amaze oh, deal. Oh, <laughs> hundred yeah. bucks a ticket, yeah. and uh, there's only like a thousand tickets sold. Because yep. you can do, if you did a Roadster and add the Brembo package and everything else, you're still coming in under a BRZ TS. But the RF adds like four grand or something to the price, right? It's yeah, like three to thirty-five hundred bucks or something. But you're, I guess, the angle here is hard tops, probably. Yeah, yeah. Well, Warren also likes the RF. I just a lot. like the RF better than um, a base, just a total convertible myself. I would rather have See, that rigidity, you know, and uh, I just like the look of it too. I don't think it adds so, any rigidity, but um, you don't think so? Yeah. You think, no, no, I don't I, think it, I, I don't think it's any value there. No, really, it's not anything. But I do think it adds a little um, quietness. Yeah, what, and quietness. security. You guys, I'd like to know more yeah. about it because I, I was trying to look this up before answering. So, it this is a retractable thing. So yeah, it like pops just up the top and the panel. Top, just a Targa. Targa, right? But some of, some of the pictures showed the whole. Our, the, whole the whole clamshell back. lifts up and the thing goes it in, and then the clamshell it, yeah. goes back down. It's, it's pretty like wild, a dude. One Targa, basically. Pretty yeah. wild. I know. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. The quiet on the highway and whatnot, and then security, and then also like probably a little better ceiling for rain and wind mm -hmm. and stuff mm -hmm. in general. Yeah, maybe. I yeah. mean, especially as time goes on, it just seems yeah. like a, a more rugged thing. Yeah, but yeah, I'm surprised you're 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 not a complexity guy though. Like now you're yeah. adding hydraulics. Those, those and new convertible turbos. tops, those are all power too, right? It's the same thing. Yeah. Same difference. I mean, it's the same yeah. operation. Yeah, it's just a hard surface versus it's a just canvas. You're moving a hard, yeah, you're moving a hard thing versus a soft thing. Where you have a soft thing, you could just like throw your hand on it and pull it if you if it ever fails, right? That's no, like it's all gears, that. and I mean, you're like fighting against something, right? There's got to be it some. All, it all turns no, actually, hard eventually. Actually, 
Miatas don't have an electric top, actually, don't they? They're still manual. Really? It's not manual. Yeah. Yeah. Are, yeah. Were you not making a joke when you said those words? Which ones? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> if you, it's soft, uh, but then you just put your hand on it and you, you know, get, <laughs> you pull on it. <laughs> you pull on it and you throw it on. You literally oh, yeah. said those words. Are the Miatas really uh, manual soft top? Yeah, I was picturing like, you know, you yeah. just do this. You just lift it or yeah, retract it. Same as, uh, same, yeah. that's their, that was like one of the selling points from, you know, when it when it came out. It's like yeah. just like the NAs and NBs and all yeah, that. Yeah, but the but folding I, hard I, tops are manual or automatic. Electric. No, electric. 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 Yeah, the yeah. rear section lifts up and then the center goes well, down. Well, not the like RF, like, but they made the hard top. Um, oh, yeah. Those oh, are those. The yeah. previous one. Yeah. NC. C. NC. Yeah. Those were, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I mean, it's a it's a raffle, right? So you have to make a choice. I yeah, feel, yeah. everyone I, I, can I, nerd I, out yeah, on different yeah. things, but yeah, I agree with your answer. I think you know, for for an all around car, the BRZ, just the fact that you have rear seats that you, we talk about throwing a backpack and stuff back there, or yeah. just having that extra space is so nice in your interior, right? Yep. Versus a two seater, um, uh, it's that's a major benefit. Um, I don't know if the trunks are any bigger. They probably are. That helps. Um, but it is a, a fixed roof, right? It's a hard top, so you're going to get that. You know, that insulation and that quietness when you want it for all around kind of usability. Um, but, um, I think even if it was like, if let's say that the end, the RF Miata had a fixed roof, like just as you see it with the RF design, I would still go BRZ. I, I don't like the RF from a profile. It's like so tall looking. Um, even with when it's lowered, like that, the B pillar looks so funky to me. I don't know. You guys dig it though? Yeah. I like it. I think it'll age really well. I'm down with it. I think it's target, be a, target bit just feels pretty. I think the, the place that I would I would regret not going, Andy, and not, having not driven the new Miata, I feel like the new Miata motor would be more fun. Right. Um, uh-huh. But uh, the BRZ, I think, is a kind of a better package all around um, for this for as a, as a one card solution type deal. Yeah. yeah, and I think if you're looking at it as like a rally car too, you're going to be more comfortable in the BRZ than you are the Miata. Yeah, I, think, I mean, if you're not, if you're over like five foot eight. Yeah, basically. right. I think you're right about so that. You're going to have more room. You could, like you said, you could throw stuff behind your seat so you could reach for your sunglasses in your bag or your camera, you know, whatever you want back there. Um, I would really miss that if I had the Miata. Although I do dig the, I, I dig the new Miatas and stuff. I just wish they had a little more um, leg room and yeah like a little bigger cat little area or cabin but i do think they're they're they have nicer materials and stuff in the interiors um brian did you reveal yours uh yeah so mine was uh, uh mine was a brz um simply due to the fact that this is a sporty car and i want to be able to take my sporty car to the track um, oh yeah, and the RF you can't. You, I mean, you can, but you have to put a roll bar in, and once you put a roll bar in, it screws up the whole top stuff. So yeah. do you though? I, I actually have. I haven't looked at the design. Like, do they these ha- tops aren't? Uh, they're not like a. They're not a ingri- integrated roll bar top or Is, whatever. Oh really? Yeah. As far as I know. So yeah, there are some convert. It's base. Yeah, it's basically no structure. Um, yeah. uh, no rollover protection. Um, and so. Uh, there are some convertibles uh, where they'll have the pop-up rollover protection or a, a bar that's in there that's solid enough that it's considered rollover. Right. Um, uh, but this this doesn't have that. And so you would have to, to take it on track, you would have to add a roll bar. 
And uh, when you do that, it, it gets in the way of the whole top operation. So you so, basically can't. So the one flying Miata makes gets in the way, that, that one? Uh, I think that by definition, anything that fits that does not get in the way wouldn't pass the broomstick test, which is where you put a broom handle to go over the uh, the right. uh, top of the windshield and the roll bar, and your head can't break that plane. Uh, so yeah. it, each organization is going to have its own uh, rules of, like, what they follow. But, you know, if you're looking at it from actual safety standpoint, I'm pretty sure that it wouldn't work. Inle- unless you like were a- very short. Or something. I see a simple solution uh, of like you know a lot of there's a lot of, these are all bolt-in cages usually uh, or yeah. bolt-in bars. It feels like they could have an an extender that takes 15 minutes to pop out and you know, pop up a couple couple inches. To Anyways, make it yeah, like track legal. maybe yeah, but it gets a little funky, right? And to me, yeah. it's like I, hard top wins for that. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, the the back seat's pretty nice. That's nice so to do, have. do we know, um, oh, yeah, by default, you don't get an LSD in the RF, right? You also need a club package or something like that. Yeah, and whereas so. the TS gives you LSD, Brembo brakes, and, you know, good good and dampers. Suspension. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that would definitely do it for me as well. So what about um, uh, the amount of vape you'd have to do in order to... Dude, uh, I, I sent you. I was ready, man. I have my flat bill. I've got the vape. I'm ready to roll. I know. So uh, I, don't, I don't look at BRZs that way. I don't either. I'm much. just joking. Um, yeah, I kind of do. I mean, they're just like kids cars that's the only thing i can't get over it in my mind it's still very juvenile would you rather have that or a uh focus rs oh i'd rather have a which a witcher focus brz uh brz i'd rather have brz really yeah brz different price point though very different but i've figured thousand dollars off i know but hot hatch though is his boy racers it gets right right bright bright blue or something yeah but it's got rally pedigree right it does yeah yeah um I think that's a I tougher always, yeah. question. All-wheel drive, too. So my my kind of test for this is mentally is driving it to your in-law's house. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, like, what do they see out the window? How right? about a job interview? Uh, job interview is a good one. Or, like, um, you're, you know, trying to get a partner or something involved, and you're like, oh, I'll be I'll be pulling up in the Subaru. Uh, I don't think it's bad, dude. I don't think they look I, – I think they're a good, handsome car. Yeah. No, they're great-looking like, cars. It's not, like a yeah. Focus R, it's not like a Focus RS or – Something like that, where it's like super less. I mean, they're a little more racer. wild, I would say. Yeah. yeah. So I, the, I uh, think it's uh, yeah. The mental, like it's in a picture of a blue one with like bronze wheels. It looks oh, so the good. white one, the TS or white That's, one. Sorry, yeah. yeah. It looks good. Yeah, yeah. It, the, especially a BRZ. The, the eighty six is fucking weird. With the yeah, I don't fuck, like the eighty six yeah. front end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I think it's a definitely a good looking car. It's a good design. It looks very sporty. Um, I think it's just, um. It's kind of like, it's one of those things. It's like a price point thing and then demographic, right? And so then you're in a community of like a lot of 21 year olds who think they're, they're 25. uh, They think they're freaking speed racer and they're, you know, I don't know. It's just, but it's, it might be a mental thing. I don't know. I haven't been out on track for reality though. I mean, it's not like a, I mean, it's not the cheapest car on earth. Um, and I feel like the people that we have, we are around that have them are not that person. So I don't know. Yeah. You know, like there's that guy that has that green, the green one with the tan, the, is it tan interior or red interior? 
Um, that special edition one. Oh, Hakone with been, the uh, with the dark yeah, pan. Yeah, he's been the to Morning Motors like two times. Um, yeah, it's a good looking car. The, that's the a good Hakone. looking car, and it's yeah. pretty. And that guy's you know in his thirties and whatever. And then Matt Brown's definitely not twenty one. Yeah, these are also people part of our community, right? Like if you yeah. go to the forum or something, you see the mass like sure. a, 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 the bigger group of people, and no doubt, I mean shit, these are obviously tracked yeah. and people go in and they they know what they're doing. And it's, if you it's go to the GTI forum, you'll see the same thing, right? It's all more low and and stupid vaping and all. Right, right. Too, yeah, so yeah. I, it's kind of like every enthusiast, every enthusiast car under a certain price is going to have that exactly that, that community. Yeah, um, within it. So our yeah. uh, educated uh, patrons had a chance to vote on this as well, and uh, pretty good turnout for the vote, seventy-one total, and a lot closer than I would have thought. I don't know why. BRZ what, caught up. Yeah. Um. So BRZ thirty-two. Miata 39. Oh, so close. Miata is the winner um, at this point. It's not too late, though. We do have uh, quite a few more patrons that could vote. So yeah. uh, we'll see if that sways at all. But, yeah, it's fun. It's fun to kind of do it. And there's been quite a few comments. Like, I think there was 21 comments, people kind of chiming in on um, different reasons and stuff. So it's interesting. But uh, there you go, a little sneak peek into our uh, Patreon, um, and you too can be a member. So head over to patreon.com slash awesome. Anyhow, Sunday so, edition. I was gonna, I was gonna say, wait, before we move on. Yeah. My choice was actually the Miata. Um, if I could vote just because it, I was looking at it in a realistic kind of viewpoint of like, I have a portion I've already for. I think the, the BRZ is like a direct replacement for that car. Yeah. So if I'm adding to my stable, I would want a, the Miata because it adds the convertible element. Um, and it's, it's, it just has a little more, it's a little more different. So, so right. I thought it was, yeah. was it adding to the stable? It was just, a, yeah, I guess it is. It's a free car. Yeah, you want in a raffle. Car. Yeah. Right. And you have yeah. to yeah, drive it. it it is redundant, right? Like if you, I mean, if you were to add the BRZ, it's the same. Yeah. It's a modern Two version coupes, of your car. Yeah. Same, like same-ish weight, same-ish, you know, whatever. It's like, it, it, it's very redundant. So I was like, oh, okay, I'd add the convertible. Although the big hindrance there is that like the few times I've never driven an ND, but the few times I've driven other Miatas, it's like they start to get a little painful after 45 minutes. So yeah, that's the reason I didn't buy an NA when I was commuting. I just couldn't fit in it very well. Yeah. And I'm by so, far not the biggest dude in the world, so yeah. As always, I'd probably have a different answer if I read the instructions correctly. Oh, but did you I mean them? my whole track day thing? I already have my track day car. I yeah, you take do. my my three thirty. So yeah. maybe I would pick a Miata just so I could have the top down stuff. We'll get them. We'll get them someday. Yeah, I'll get there these. I'll figure yeah. out this reading thing every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, I was actually Compre wondering. It's not reading, like, it's just comprehension, I think is where we're at now. My internal comment yeah. to myself was, wait, Brian built his car to like do the track days. Yeah, that's. Like, so he already has that set up. He's yeah. a track day guy, that's all. I just read, um, that's all. I so what else is going on? Couple words. What else Everything's is happening, man? So much, dude. So much car stuff lately. It's I know. Like, I don't know. I'm and just like finding off which event to go to, like yeah. what to do. I don't have enough time you know. to do it all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, it did take me a few days to, to have a trivia answer for you guys, uh, for that, uh, for that Thursday, <laughs> for that Thursday oh, trivia. <laughs> what got third place? We're really going to revisit this? Third place car, Mitsubishi, right? Which I thought I could easily Google while I was sitting here. Um, took me a few days to find an answer and I had to reach out to, 
the previous managing director of Rally Art uh, and my connections <laughs> at Subaru STI so to find an answer because, believe it or not, there is no information in English for what the third place finisher for the 1985 Rally of the Pharaohs uh, guy was. So it was... Uh, EnduranceNow.com forward slash DWA. Endurance protects you from fronting thousands of dollars or worse, maxing out credit cards to get back on the road when your car breaks down. Plus, cars are more prone to mechanical issues when they sit unused for long periods of time. So even if you're not driving much right now because you're working from home or sheltering in place, you still need to protect yourself from potential repairs once you get back on the road. Endurance is one of the largest vehicle protection companies in the U.S. For a limited time, new customers can get $300 off any Endurance vehicle protection plan. Plus, new customers will receive $500 in shopping vouchers to spend at national grocery stores, restaurants, and online merchants. Endurance is offering a minimal down payment as well as deferred payment options for those who qualify and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Also, for a limited time, Endurance Elite membership is included with every vehicle protection plan. The plan includes 24-7 roadside assistance, personal concierge, theft recovery, key fob replacement, repair loans without an application, and additional discounts at select merchants. For example, uh, the Cayenne that we have, uh, you know, we do have a four-year-old who managed to misplace one of our key fobs. and Oh, that's the worst. We like to have two of them at a time. You know, you never know. My wife is going to grab the car or I or whatever. And, yeah. um and so those are super expensive, especially for modern cars, right? So uh, with something like this, with the Endurance Elite program, you call it up, you can get your key fob covered. Uh, let's say it's you know anywhere from five to seven hundred dollars because it's not just the key fob. Then you have to program it. It has to be done at a dealer. All of those costs are totally covered. In these trying times, if you need to get out and back on the road, you want to make sure you're covered and protected. Endurance now covers you, your family, and keeps you on the road. Go to endurancenow.com forward slash DWA. A third place finisher for the 1985 Rally of the Pharaohs uh, guy was. So it was um, Mitsubishi Pajero. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, what and, goes and, around comes around. And when Lane, Lane yeah. mentioned it, and I'm like, ah, oh, Pajero, maybe I don't, because uh, I was googling it as we were talking, and the that was coming up, but for uh, Paris Dakar, and that was in 1985 as well. Right? But, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> I mean, let me introduce you to Art. Right. This reminds me of that thing, a thing where. Um, you know, maybe you get somebody's help to do something, maybe work on your car or whatever, and they screw it up and you got to, it's going to take way more work to fix the screw up and complete the project. So Warren here, you mm -hmm. know, he's like, sure, Art, yeah, give me a hand. Yeah, let's get some new <laughs> trivia. And then next thing you know, we're three days into this and it's like still an ongoing saga and we're going to like have to, you know, go back and do it over and it's like... 
Yeah. It's, it's like a fucking cricket match. And then, but then you, uh, <laughs> day, day it just four. keeps going. We all want to kill her. We all want to commit suicide, and it just keeps going. Day going. three of the contest. Um, <laughs> yeah, my favorite I have part. another update for you guys in uh, the next next uh, Tuesday episode. Or well, <laughs> my, my favorite part definitely was when you said, and I'm like, so there's no trivia, okay? And you're like, no, 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 okay. Here's a trivia. We'll got third place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And we're like, all right, let's try. Let me think. Mm. Uh, maybe an Audi. Gee, I don't know. And, you go, and Layton throws in Mitsubishi and you go, Pajero? Then there's no Pajero. But no, actually it is. It is a Pajero. It's a Pajero. We made By it. the way, it looks, I, if you look at the uh, the rally footage, uh, one of my friends sent me, a, it's a, a Japanese video um, coverage of the rally. And um, the Pajero and the Nissan Patrol that they raced, uh, they campaigned at the same yeah. race. They look almost identical. They're the, the same kind of shape. Super you know? cool. And it's got those little race camper shells were so rad in those that oh, era. Like race camper shells? Kind of? Yeah, they were kind of slope, yeah. but they had like a yeah. a little window in there. Oh, yeah, and yeah, some yeah. Graphics. You have like the um the big uh, what are the big ass car like the the, the yeah those the man diesels and the I've those yeah. also have the yeah yeah totally that do so that would be the most fun thing to drive I think ever. Yeah. After after being in Rami's um, fucking four by four square, um, and just what it's capable of doing over bumps and still being fast and fun, going to that next level of a fucking Paradacar yeah. big rig rally truck, like what? I don't even know what that is. Have, it's, Warren, have you looked up Bowler? Yeah, yeah, those are amazing. Yeah, Bowlers are really cool. Just, I, Basically it, right? Yeah, but those are a little bit more, um, little, more right? high they're, strung they're, than what I'm oh, picturing yeah? these. These things are just like crushing. Even those are littler, right? They're just based off the Range Rover kind right. of. Right. Yeah. Like know? that. Yeah. But just the amount of like, if you ever drive like a big truck and it just can go over bumps without any complaints. And then this has rally suspension and huge tires and yeah. insane power. Yeah, um, they're it's practically unstoppable, right? right. It's like you ha- the only thing that stops you is a mechanical failure or or a flat tire. Or you but roll you just it. Keep, <laughs> yeah, you roll the whole yeah, fucking roll, thing. But you just fly through everything. Yeah, yeah. It, it you're like flo- you're. Uh, it's almost like a hovercraft, right? Where exactly. You're just kind of floating over exactly. everything. And I picture going just, out to like yeah. Saudi Arabia or like Dubai and just go. You know. Yeah. Blasting. So, what do you guys think about like? Because I was thinking about that, and even in this in this particular event in, in the early eighty mid mid to early eighties, because um, there were some earlier ones, they were running those huge rigs. And is it just is it a marketing thing? Is it like them trying to build a, a more uh, sturdy package that they can then say, "Hey, rally proven, this is super heavy duty." Like, it's such a weird niche I market. But I, I guess I agree. I mean, same with big rig racing. Like, what are you? Who's buying that? <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. But then yeah, is it just, it just, it just technology building, trickle down? Yeah, and building up brand loyalty, even yeah, right. know, making it greater. Where Advertising. I'm a Peter guy, and like, I'm glad they're racing. And right, it's right. it's got to be the uh, why did you climb the mountain because it was there sort of thing, right? Exactly. Like, I mean, on top of that, you have some like mechanics. A, are, are you have a million it. people uh, driving those trucks around the world, and so then there's some fan base built in, right? Yeah, yeah, you're trying to make your brand cooler somehow, right. right? And it's like it's the one that won that event or did this. It's like it makes you stand out in a, and you in don't a world be the of brand a... that doesn't race, right? If every other truck company is racing and you're like the lame one that isn't, yeah, that that right reminds that reminds me of uh, something. Uh, if we could somehow align all pizza delivery vehicles on a single, you know, a single model. And have like the pizza delivery cup where all the drivers compete 
delivery deliver speed? pizza? Well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you come up with some weird autocross thing, Jim Connor thing. But it's like as I when I was a delivery driver, I'm like bombing around, you know, La Jolla or Scotts Valley trying to get, uh, you know, it's like the it's like a skill, right? You're getting to these different <laughs> spots. You're setting up the logistics of who to go to first, and um, and you get to mob around in a car. And it's like I think people who like driving like that type of job. Uh, and but the the thing that we don't have is a tiered uh system and. And, you know, like a whole uh, national championship. But I think that would be entertaining. You get all like the different uh, uh, local and chain pizza companies. Everybody competes with the little lit up uh, plastic box that's, uh, you know, stuck on your roof with a magnet. Yeah, and, you rep um, your, your company, yeah, the one yeah, that you yeah, deliver yeah. for. Yeah, and you wear the uniform. Yeah. But wouldn't it just turn into like the Mirage Cup or something? What's the Mirage Cup? I'm saying like Mitsubishi Mirage Cup or whatever. That you know, sounds amazing like to cheap, me. Amateurs. Like cheap car racing series in I, Canada. Yeah, like I mean, that. That, you know that's near and dear to my heart. I like that sort of <laughs> thing. Like, that would be great. It would just turn into that. It would just be like race car drivers racing in uh, name your cheap car. Yeah, well, I've thing. never seen Brian more excited when you mentioned Mirage Cup. He was just like, what is that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want one of those. Go yeah. on, go on. I want to drink from yeah. this cup. Did you guys all see uh, the full season of Hyperdrive? No, I did. No. I watched a couple episodes. So, so there is a guy on there who's from San Francisco, and he drifts and races an E ninety two M three with a two JZ swap. I think it it is. Yeah, weird. And he delivers pizza for uh, Escape from New York in San Francisco in that car. And that's his gig. Yeah, he in he's that a vehicle. Pe- no, well, I don't think so, but oh. he's a pizza delivery guy. Um, and, uh, they, they allude to that a lot in the show too. It's kind of funny, but, um, well, that's like our old idea of having an Uber, uh, button that would be a driving while awesome button. And mm-hmm. in that case, it would, someone would pull up in like an enthusiast car, typically only with one, you know, one seat. I mean, I guess it could have some sedans, but you know, uh, Camaro with a fucking nitrous pulls up. <laughs> Like, all right, let's fucking do this. Um, and then true or false, would Brian make a good Uber driver? He loves driving. He's a seat time guy. We all know that. Seat time. And he's a track day guy. He wants driving. He's a, obviously has the experience as a pizza delivery man, which I didn't really know. I forgot about that. I kind of oh, want to yeah. know more about that. I mean, Actually, it sounds like I, I, I didn't realize there was so much thought put into a pizza delivery guy. By the way, I about said logistics and planning and I said delivery <laughs> man, which is not seem that doesn't seem right. Delivery man. There are plenty. There are uh, plenty of delivery men in the business. I can tell you that. What do you yeah. call them? Why does that not bit, sound right? Delivery. Delivery. Because <laughs> you're not supposed to be. Yeah. You're supposed to graduate from that job. But right. sometimes so you know, true things don't work out as planned. True or false. Brian. Brian, as an Uber driver, good or bad? <laughs> right, that's good. that's two different things. Good or good. bad? Brian is I want, I want Brian as my Uber driver. So. I want him to get me there quickly and just have ridiculous talk while we're driving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I can you. imagine him like kind of like he get a, he'll get a little road ragey, but then he wants me to back him up, and he's explaining what's going on in front of him. And then that I'm like, dude, exactly fuck that guy, you know? That and is like, good yeah, I, you know, and I'd I'd be down to have that conversation. His brakes are squeaking the whole time. <laughs> oh, it's in the 46. I can't hear stoked. you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do we get pulled over for a broken turn signal? Could happen. Oh, All right. Could happen. Yeah. So is it? Is it? Does it function? 
No, there's no, no light. There's no light, dude. No, there's no the light. There's no oh, I thought there was like a little bulb in there or something. Yeah. No, no, no. Come on, dude. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm happy to go into any of my past uh, as a pizza driver. Right? Yeah, I did right. it. I was. I did it a few times, and and I didn't realize pizza that. delivery I think, I think I remember the Santa Cruz piece, but I didn't know about La Jolla. Yeah, that was like. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny because it's. I knew how ridiculous it was at the time, but um, anyways, I had a few. I've had a few jobs where I was literally. I just wanted to save up for to buy it. I wanted a surfboard and I was like, uh, I don't have any money. So let's go get a job <laughs> to try to buy one. Oh, wow. This is one of those, but it's so funny because it's like, uh, at the end of my tenure, I was, so I worked at this, uh, pizza spot, uh, bird rock pizza down in bird rock, right in between La Jolla and Pacific I've been, I've been beach. There. It's a good spot. Um, it's, it was rad. These dudes would, <laughs> these guys like kind of partied, but they set up a rad little pizza spot. And, um, La Jolla is actually a very interesting spot to deliver pizzas in fat houses. And it's like the fat house is like by the beach, right down by, uh, down by the beach, down by the beach. boy. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but it's like wind and sea. Like I was delivering pizza to, to, uh, like pro surfer type people, you know, and then also like kind of the deadbeats living in hotels. And then I go up, (laughs) uh, La Jolla scenic and all this stuff up to the top where you get the good viewpoints and everything. And, these amazing houses where you like, they open the door when you're delivering the pizza and, and you, you can just see, see this through. straight out the house drop off like uh, floor to ceiling windows of just the most amazing view of La Jolla you've ever seen, which is like top 10 most beautiful places Dude, in the world. Like, like these are like tens of millions of dollars for these places. And it's like, you know, when I'm asking for a tip, it's like, uh, I don't need to ask. Like what's, you the, ask t- for what's the tip for how I get here? Right? Like, <laughs> Tell me a secret, please. <laughs> Something you could tell me right now that's going to be worth more than the five bucks you're about to give. Anyways, any uh, any too. cool stories about that though? Like, did anyone invite you in or anything like that? No, we can't get into explicit stuff on this. Yeah, like you that. can. No, no, no I'm no, just no. kidding. It, no, it's it's it was uh, uh, my my career was less dramatic in that fashion. Than a delivery hope. man yeah. never kisses and tells. We all know that. <laughs> Dude, I, I had a lot a of friend people of mine, asking to smoke you out and stuff like that, oh, and that's okay. all fine. But uh, you know, that's all fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the reality is, I don't know about other pizza drivers, but I found that delivery it was, men, please, delivery men. I was, you know, it doesn't really fit in the the logistics. Like, I got mm. I got pizzas getting cold in my car. Like, I can't, what am I going to do? You got to work at a very slow. Or if it's like your last, yeah, right, your last pizza of that, right, that then trip. maybe. But it's like otherwise, it's like no, dude. Like these people are gonna free be barking at me. My tips on the line. Uh, it's like, well, I'm off in like 20 minutes, so I'm gonna cruise back. I'll come back. They're like, no, 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 we're not offering that, dude. No. Um, He's like, no, I'll be right back, dude. But yeah, we'll so the, the funny thing is, I I work. You know, you get minimum wage, you get tips, which are pretty good. And then like at the end of my tenure, and I'm doing this in a little my little Toyota Corolla carbureted. Uh, uh, this is the not the cool Corolla, the uncool one. It, with it's the an four doors. eighty-two, I believe. The, the it's a front-wheel drive square thing, four carbureted. Door. Yep, and uh, blow the head gasket at the end of the whole thing. So it's like you add up everything I made during that whole time, and then compare that to the cost of a fifteen hundred dollar head gasket or something like that. And it's like, Ouch. what the fuck am I doing here? Or, you know, I'm just using <laughs> using and abusing my car and all the gas and everything. Yeah, uh, you need to have a place that has their own cars, right? I guess. Well, well no, I've done car. that too. Tony yeah, Nobles. yeah, I got it. Yeah, I broke the accelerator pedal off one, and they wouldn't let me live that down. 
um, one of their Ford Rangers. But, uh, the, you know, the reality is I'm, I'm going to school down there and my dad just pays for the head gasket. I talked him into that. So, Sweet. you know, I did end up, you know, making making out a head. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a but, surfboard is what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but, dude, like, <laughs> you know, talking about the actual nature of the job, like, you, so you have all these pizzas coming out. And they've got to go all, all these random spots. And so there's a bit of thinking involved of like, you know, am I waiting for this next one or do I just take off with these, these three and then come back and like, you know, who gets, who gets what, when, and you know, where you're looking at the map, where does this one go? Warren, I think you in particular would like this. Like, you know, you got to plan the route, which one's cooling off first, which one hit right. and everything. And it's not super logistics. complicated, but you know, like the timing of everything is pretty important. And, uh, and, and then you're just like, you're in there, load them up route it out and you're gone and you and probably then, know la jolla damn well now i mean yeah i was definitely my car was perfectly suited it's a great slow car fast type of thing because you know you're city streets so you don't want to fly too fast but i was pinned the entire time in my te 27 whatever uh corolla <laughs> yeah. and it just got upgraded like, you know mobbing around the corner is like tipping over and uh that would that you know it's an automatic big old stick for the automatic and uh yeah it was super fun tiny little what were those tires they were like 165s or something like that what happens if you if there's an incident with with the pizza let's say did you have one ever pop open and fly into your no no no. that's all that's all pretty well taken care of there's these insulated bags that's (laughs) oh the bags they're not going to pop out of the insulated bag they've got velcro it's pretty heavy duty you get a couple in uh and then those insulated bags are kind of like have a grippy exterior a little bit um and by the angle of your seat it's all it all locks in pretty good so you're you never pulled over you yeah. never pulled over a G or anything so to make him fly out? You, you know, I wasn't eating the pizzas at the end of it, so I, did, I don't know. But you also, know, that I, car I can pull complaints. a G, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, no, I'm no, just no. surprised to hear that there's this much. I, I, I always picture my pizza delivery guy just kind of taking his time getting to place to place. But you're saying no. the norm is for them to haul ass. Well, if you want Dude, a good are tip. you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Nobody like people. People, people are never more ang- people are never more angry than when food is taking longer than they want. Yeah, yeah. this is true. There's but never the, the, there's people are never surprised guy. at a at a busy place. Like you've got several people and you know in front of the next guy, right? And and so you gotta everybody's waiting and 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 it's it's hard to it's hard to beat expectations when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. Mm. So you, well, yeah, I you got to hustle car parts for a year or two. And that was like the same situation. It's like, huh. oh, cause the know, shops like need the, the parts, right? The shops need their parts. And then some people I'm like, how fast do you need them? And then it's like the same thing. Like, oh, we got another order. I'm like, well, fucking Mario's yelling at me, you know, like calling me on my cell on the cell phone. Right. Like, Where the fuck are my brake pads? Like right. the person's going to pick up their car. Yeah. You know, like Dang. stuff like that. And then you're like, and you're, and you're having a rush there. And then you're getting yelled at if someone sees you make a left hand turn because we weren't illegal. We weren't allowed to make a left turns um they want you to make like three rights to make that's a left, ups you know, they, they, they don't want you to go across traffic yeah. they, want to, they want to lessen accidents and it's and also like supposed to be more efficient not waiting for a um, turn but so it was always like huh. it was like there was so much of that stuff and then you know you're always like booking going as fast as you can like playing games well, then how you, fast you can get to a certain point and then, and then you pull you up fuck. and you fucking deliver the parts and they're wrong yeah 
Oh, yeah, and then you're wrong. And they're like, where the, dude, these are pads for what an 86. Fuck, I dude? said 88. And you're like, really? You said 88? And then he calls the guy. He's like, oh, I said 88. He's like, no, you said 86. Oh, well, fuck. You know, and they're, they're wrong like half the time, right, obviously. Yeah. And like, yeah. whatever. It's like, it, dude, that's super stressful. And those mechanics aren't like, Usually the most like calm, like more, you know, <laughs> calm dudes. Like you know, they're no. they're pretty aggressive and stuff. Like throwing shit at you and stuff. Well, Wham's um, been on the uh, receiving end of that. He's been the other side yeah. of the coin. He's he's the one throwing shit yeah, at the delivery guy all right? the time. Uh, a friend of ours was a uh, he was a delivery driver for a um, tr- what is it? A garden a garden center. Hmm. Uh, in high school and they had a brand new Ford Ranger pickup truck and he was going up to a house to deliver some stuff and he rolled it off in <laughs> a mountain down a little ways and hit a tree. And to this day, like two months ago, I saw this, the, the truck rolling around still has the body damage, like the smashed inside of the bed. But when he did it, the truck was a month old. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. It does the job, right? It's that like it's that metallic kind of light green Ford color, like if it was a Ford Ranger. Yeah, um, pretty cool color. Um, they did Mazda twos in that color as well, and uh, yeah, still does the job. Wow, it's a, it, that's like the utility thing, right? Like you see those, like I see like a painter like driving around town, and like the bed all on all sides, it's covered in dripping paint, and like oh, yeah. they always have those like. It looks like they dropped something super heavy, like on the tailgate. On the tailgate, yeah, yeah. It's like bent. <laughs> yeah, it's like bent. <laughs> and it's like divot in the center. Literally, just it holds the stuff in there. It still yeah. opens and closes. Whatever. Yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah. But um, speaking of utility and trucks, the uh, bring a trailer auction for the 1985 uh, Marty McFly black Toyota truck. Yeah, uh, that guy. So. It was at a couple of Radwoods. Yeah, it was at Radwood number one, and it won, won our very first Driving While Awesome Radisson Show Award. Um, it sold today for $58,000. Nice. Record breaker, right? I don't know. I mean, a record breaker for what? That body style or like a... Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. That's... I, I'm like... I don't even know what to say about that. I, I know that market's incredibly hot, but that is like stunning that's that's just rich guy spending his money right i guess you're not buying that unless you just have a lot of money and you're like i really want this i guess so or you have like a delorean collection and you've been like dying to have that truck sitting next to it or yeah fuck dude that is like crazy imagine that on craigslist for 30 grand you'd be like this is ridiculous thirty thousand dollars and you could have bought it and made twenty eight thousand fucking dollars so what? Yeah. Tell us about it. What year? Like you know, condition, yeah. mileage, all. I that. I mean, it's it's totally restored. It's a nineteen uh nineteen eighty five Toyota Extra Cab SR five pickup four x four black on gray cloth manual transmission. Not much else to really report. I mean, twenty two re. It's perfect. It's immaculate. The underside has like no sign of use. Basically, it looks very very nice. And it is the exact specs of the movie car. So this is the car that uh, Marty takes Jennifer to the lake in, which mm-hmm. we all wanted to do. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm with <laughs> you. And it has Jennifer's signature on the glove box and uh, Mayor Go- Goldman or Go- Goldie. Oh, really? Goldie, what's his name? I yeah. Believe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's it's uh, it's got a bunch of little memorabilia. Right? It does come with the movie. Has- it probably came with all the signs and So stuff. it also comes with like the fancy shoes. I think, I don't even know if they're the, the Nike 
ones, but they're like little moon boot style. Comes with the VHS uh, camcorder that he used to film the Libyans oh, or whatever. Yeah. And then <laughs> the uh, it's is the Libyans. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it is yeah. the Libyans. And he had a bunch of stuff with it. He had like um, I don't know if it all came with it, but he had. Uh, yeah, memorabilia, like the signature stuff. He had the, um, Toyota dealership flags that went over it. It was like, because yeah. it was the featured car at the dealership. Um, Statler Toyota, right? Oh, good call, dude. Yeah, good call. Yeah. I mean, it's perfect. And it's a totally, it's the KC yep. lights, um, KC lights in the front and on the roll hoop. Um, it's like perfect black Toyota truck, but I mean, $58,000. How many, how many miles are on it? Um, 130,000 miles shown. And usually so when it's, it's, it's brand new though, right? It's been fully restored. Yeah, so I mean, like, it yeah. looks, it looks probably better than new. Um, and it's got the wheels and the lift and everything, but, um, man, I just, I'm blown away by that. It just makes you, it goes to show like these prices you see on Craigslist and you're, you're thinking, dude, what? Like 20 grand for a restored old Toyota truck, like yeah. straight axle. What, what the hell is this? But, but it could go. There you go. $58,000. I don't know. And it's also weird to have that happen right now during this virus lockdown. I mean, no one's, you know, spending a lot of money or making money. Maybe, it seems. maybe people are drunk at home bidding on stuff when they God. shouldn't be. Yeah. I maybe mean, this is the best time I mean, to Lane sell it, right? Well, Lane called it. It's like, it's, it's, it's someone who has a lot of disposable income and this isn't a concern. This is a temporary right. issue and they're out and it's like literally sitting at home doing nothing and they want to, the cars are their favorite thing. They go to, go to BAT to find the coolest shit and there's the truck that they've always wanted. The best one in the world. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it is it, literally it, like the iconic movie of the eighties movie car other than it's the such DeLorean. A cool car too because it's also a movie car without being a that's what like, i was gonna say it's like it's not like ridiculous in any way it's just a yeah, cool truck you can yeah, drive it's that famous truck. for being what it is which is basically a, a mildly modified toyota 4x4 i want to i want to re uh phrase what i said it's not the most iconic car but it, it's such an iconic movie and people that were into that movie in 1985 now are in the position to have right. money to have the thing they've always wanted and whether that's a pair of Jordans or this truck, like that's a very desirable thing. And that's kind of like the Radwood phenomenon too. It's like, we, you don't really know what people want until these types of things become available because they're just so rare. Um, but man, I think also we take the Toyota truck thing for granted being from Northern California. It's, they're so common. Yeah. I mean, in Santa Cruz, it's like top, five i don't know top three car is probably a toyota truck so for all time right yeah yeah they're they're they last year for people continue to use them and and they're usually well taken care of and they're super cool to see and, and still and to look yeah. at and everything but it's but for someone let's say in wisconsin that it's got to be rare as hen's teeth right i mean they yeah. did not survive so exactly like yeah. the guy in in Pittsburgh or whatever hasn't seen a Toyota truck of that vintage since 1986. Yeah. <laughs> you know, three years after it was new, right? Right when they were already falling, like rusting away. Or yeah, whatever. they didn't sell well there to start with, and now it's like no one has them. But uh, yeah, it's just oh, I, a very eye-opening sale for me. Um, speaking of like how COVID is affecting this stuff, did you guys see the? I'm trying to look it up now. The uh, email from Bring a Trailer. Uh, yeah. 
BAT market snapshot for April. Yeah. Total number of bids up 35%. Yeah. Value of lots sold, 35% bump. New yep. users, 49% increase. In no, this one is month. just Whoa. from last year. It's that year, is massive. It's that year that over year. Bump. It's not from last month. Oh, right? okay. I thought it's it was month a month. month yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's from last no, April. Right. That's right. So you got to compare year over year growth with the previous year to that until last April and then to this, yeah, right? Yeah, but still, yeah, that's um, way less impressive, but, but uh, no, it's still like, that's if, why they're sending it out though, is like the, you know, showing that this is, you know, uh, listers, uh, don't worry <laughs> if we're getting more views than ever, basically. Exactly. Yeah. yeah they're trying to build confidence. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I got my sports car market magazine this month and, um, Steve Algram, who we met at Fort Lauderdale, the, the, you know, preeminent Ferrari expert of values in the market said that he is now using bring a trailer exclusively to gauge the market. So, I mean, it's really taken like a huge step forward and this, the virus situation, they are so perfectly poised and set up for it. It's like, it's perfect really. I mean, there's like, it's like the, not only is it perfectly suited to do everything contact free and everything, yeah, but it kind of like it's almost like the automotive event. <laughs> if you're interested right. in seeing car things happen in an event sort of way, every auction is an an event into itself. When right. there are the only other thing happening are uh, e racing events, right? And it's and also some people just uh, aren't into that. It's also uh, a a community, right? That they, yeah, they right. pride themselves on having. So right. that, that works twofold. It works that people get to discuss this in a forum. Essentially it's a forum for every auction. And the other is that because it's a community, they've instilled trust in the process. So a lot of online sales are like Craigslist ads or whatever. You, you have to take people's word for it, you know, or you're, you're sketched out and you don't want to go visit the car because of the virus situation or the shelter in place. So now you've have this community that has vetted the car for you and you feel like it's, it's okay to buy the car and then it's shipped to you sight unseen. Like who, who goes and looks at bringing trailer cars? You get a video here or like you used to be able to ask someone to go look at it for you, but that's probably not happening. So the fact that they've spent all the time with um, the forum style auctions, they have now made themselves like the the key player. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. Yeah, we're stoked for them. I, I spoke with Randy recently, and you know he's the co-founder and CEO, and he was kind of talking about the the traffic and and you know how how well things are going. But at the same time, you know, like it's interesting to get his perspective on what's going on. He's such a like a people and car person like for him like right now to see that the rest of the industry isn't like is is suffering and isn't really like making progress like um it is difficult because that all also feeds back into it right like this is only sustainable for so long but at the same time cars need pedigree they need association to stuff they need to be seen they there's need like all stuff this right to do with it yeah right? and so yeah. so all of that exactly there's like the driving and the and the events and all that so that all feeds back into it and so it's 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 definitely still a challenge right now like there's a, a big kind of a surge for sure because this is what's going on but he's definitely likes he can't wait for stuff to happen again right like to, to yeah if this to, keeps going there's a point where it'll, it'll all catch up right exactly yeah so yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's a little. It's changing the topic a decent amount. But um, I was just thinking the other day about our our uh, 
fall rally. Um, ours, ours have been selling out super quickly, but it feels like <laughs> there's going to be, so we're usually in September. Um, it feels like there's going to be so much pent up demand <laughs> for this the rally in September. It feels crazy. Like, well, I mean, the, the real, the reality of it is that things need to be open and, uh, and people need to be feeling good in order to be booking these rallies for us to be able to plan the rallies. We have to be in a place where hotels are open. Restaurants are open. There's no apprehension yeah. about having a hundred people come through and do all that. So that needs to happen pretty soon because usually we would have these things planning. I mean, I, you know, we can plan the rally pretty quickly, but in order to book all this stuff, it takes time. And so how much time? I don't know. Um, yeah, I would love for June 1st for them to say, all right, we're going to give it a try. All the cases are down and, uh, we have, you know, we feel good about, uh, treatment and respirators. I don't know. I'm, I've, there's new information every day. Right. So, right. Yeah, yeah it is hard. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, I think most, most indicators say that we should be, you know, doing stuff by then. Uh, but like you said, we got to be able to book all the stuff in advance. So, you know, it depends on how much confidence people have in terms of making future plans. But, um, uh, and then also <laughs> most, a lot of people are saying that it'll come back in the winter, you know, or, you know, there's examples of that. And I know. Um, and that's why I feel like there is this little window from right, that's August, crazy. August yeah. to October or November, right. like that, just around the rally. And I, I agree, Brian. I think like people will be even more jonesing for it more than ever. On the, on the other hand, I think a lot of car shows and stuff, they're all like planned to be within this right. like little That's one month point. window. Yeah. Where, like there's going to be, I mean, not like they're all in the same area, but there's going to be this crazy influx of like every weekend, there's going to be 10 events going on rather than like, I wonder. Two, yeah. Right. That's an interesting um, thought. But I do think the rally is like, that's a driving event of like that kind of, like no one's been driving, right? Like it, I think people are more like, that's, that's something needed or wanted more than anything, really. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're still able to look at cars online and you're still, still able, I mean, I don't know. It's not the same, but you know what I'm talking about. It's like, yeah, right. I, I do think the rallies are, are, like something that people are really looking forward to and having, having a little bit of social interaction as well. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. As long as it's permitted, right? Like we're stoked. I mean, yeah. we can move forward and I, I, I don't, I imagine I can already think of 20 people off the top of my head that are, that would be willing to sign up right now. You know, they're like on board, right? It's like, it's just a matter of, of, of making sure that we can do it. And as, as Warren is saying, it's like, as we need, time to be able to book this stuff in advance and if the hotels and the restaurants aren't receptive like right now we can't call place. and do any of that <laughs> yeah. because no one has right. an open date so yeah well i don't know we might but be no, able you to can book yeah. you can book yeah, yeah i guess you can book and then cancel all have, it they're all open for like bookings and stuff it's just a matter of whether or not they'll be able to fulfill that's those true bookings. yeah that's true um yeah. i guess it's just not guaranteed until you get much closer to the event and that's sketchy for us you know kind of making these plans but um it's funny too, because our last rally, um, coastal range rally 2020 was the basically like the day before lockdown. And, uh, we were in this weird world of, you know, doing the elbow taps and, um, 
kind of knew that it was something we should be worried about, but didn't know really what we were supposed to do. And no one Dude, had last time I went to a restaurant or had a drink in public, like <laughs> yeah. was that? Right? Was that... The, the, the stop at the brewery on, you know, right. on the way home. And so the next rally could be the first time that we come out of it. You yeah. know, <laughs> I mean, I, know. I, I hope not. Yeah. I hope that's God damn. I hope that's not true, but, um, yeah, it's, potential for it to be the next event that we're like doing the for elbow sure. taps because we don't know what to do. And, I mean, uh, I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's, there's going to be those restrictions and it's going to be, you know, who knows, we might have to all wear masks, but at least we're out there, you know, fine. like, I, I mean, as long as we have to, we get a chance to get out and drive and be together. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a I'm huge, hoping, yeah. I'm hoping we'll be, we'll be able to at least have a morning motors before that. Right. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. That's, yeah. Um, I'm I, really hoping you that. know that they had the, I was drove through downtown Santa Cruz yesterday and they were breaking down the farmer's market. Dude, those have oh. not stopped, oh. I think. Because they're selling, it's a, it's a, it's a, food, I know. It's a store, right? I it's, know, but then I, I look at that and I think, well, what's the difference between having a bunch of cars out? I'm just, I'm not saying like essential wise, obviously a car show is not essential, but the, the risk factor of, uh, the exposure right. will exposure. save you going to a supermarket, right? Like, yeah, it's just not yeah, essential, it's essential, essential, the essential not. to get food. You yeah. shouldn't do yeah. it, right? But I'm thinking more from the health standard is that you, you just take precautions and, and there's a way to do it. Once things get a little bit less restrictive, I think there's a way to do it safely and yeah, um, we yeah. can figure it out. Yeah, it will be cool, man. I already have my Burberry mask and everything, you know, we'll be, all, <laughs> we'll be able to be ourselves out there. Um, yeah, dude. So I got ramen yesterday. Ooh. There's Where'd a you get it? Pop up downtown. Yeah. There's a pop-up place called full steam dumpling. Pop mm-hmm. up, up, and, and they only do it Wednesdays. You have to order ahead of time, and then, uh, um, they, yeah, have like a pickup time. And the only bummer is, and I don't, I've never really ordered a lot of ramen to go. I've ordered pho and other noodle like soups, but you have to like make it all. You have to boil right. the noodles. Yeah. You have to heat up the broth. Oh, you have to boil the noodles. Yeah, they're like fresh oh. noodles, but you have to like heat them up. There, we and, went to uh, another ramen. The thing that's downtown that, uh, they, it's all there. You just assemble it. Yeah. They, you, I mean, well, it's all you have heated to, up and everything. Oh uh, yeah. This is like, you have to boil water and boil the, like heat the broth wow, separately. So it's like you go to have takeout to be like this ease of, you know, <laughs> yeah. use. Thing. That's not fun. I know. I've done pho where you like throw the, you just you throw know, the noodles in the raw meat and, and yeah. you just throw the meat in and it cooks in the, in the, cause they, they boil, the, they have the water to like a crazy right. temperature. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm fine with that. That's not hard or anything. I'm fine with that. You just throw it in that's, and you're good. But this was uh, literally yeah. the instructions were, you know, boil the noodles, yeah. heat up the broth, add it all together. Yeah, this is not... like uh blue apron hello fresh basically right like, like what yeah, you're talking exactly. about but it was some <laughs> it's like nicer. papa john or papa murphy's or whatever <laughs> yeah take and bake <laughs> i mean Did i was happy have, to have wham. it so you mentioned the other i saw your post that you were gonna you were making ramen from scratch yes. this is not takeout yes. how does that go so i'm i'm still gathering ingredients because it's <laughs> it's so hard. He's in the gas. That was process. like two weeks ago. I know. Uh, I had to order online. I had to order uh, uh, dashi, which is like um, oh yeah, it's like a seaweed bonito flake um, mix. Uh, Base, yeah. You would make it with the real deal, but this is like basically a powder. And I ordered that. It'll should be here soon. And then that is the base. And then from there, you can add noodles which i bought so i have noodles waiting and then you can add toppings so meat 
you know, mushroom, et cetera, et cetera, so forth, what have you. Yeah. Um, I'm excited though, because the ramen I had last night was like a six out of 10. I was like, the broth was oh, very dang. good, but everything else is like the toppings are so minuscule and they only had one piece of pork. I'm like, what is this fucking oh, communist China? Egg? It came with an egg, which I like. Egg. Yeah. That's good. Soft boiled egg. But then I've been making these ramen kits sure. and I've, I found a way to boil an egg in the ramen using a ladle. Yeah. You put the ladle yeah. in the hot water and then you cook the egg and then at the end you just scoop the egg in and you have a little soft boiled egg yeah. in your ramen kit. Nice. Pretty solid. Huh. Yeah. I'm learning. I'm just, I'm still learning. I'm a student, but I'm also a teacher, you know? Yeah. Um, hmm. so you guys, uh, I got some project updates. Uh, you guys don't have any. I, you guys aren't doing any car stuff. I don't really. I heard you're I buying five spoke rims. Yeah, I'd be happy to talk more about that. I mean, yeah, I'm, what's up with the wheels? Well, why, I don't know. Like, so it's interesting. I mean, I'm not. It's it, it's just interesting that I've had I've had the car for a while. I I like to have a picture in my mind of where I want it to be, and I've just never really solved the wheel question for myself. Like they're not very I attractive. I don't. What's that? They're not very attractive. You, my current that. wheels, you don't think? Yeah, that that yeah. style is not. I think they're not, not bad. As far as I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty into them as far as stock wheels go. But I, th- I yeah, think, they could yeah. be more attractive. Every time I clean them, I hate them. They seem pretty simple, but there's a lot of nooks and crannies in there that just hold dirt. And it's like I haven't gotten out the toothbrush yet, and I don't really want to. Um, also, the two of them, because uh, I I got. Uh, a pair from my buddy Michael, who was my co-driver on the rally, uh, last rally, uh, and they were in pretty poor shape. Like they were already messed up, uh, the surface from, you know, brake dust or whatever. They were, you know, he sold me 50 bucks for two wheels. Uh, um, and so it was just enough to get the tires on, but they're not in great shape. Um, uh, and also, you know, stock wheels are kind of heavy. Yeah. And another yeah. thing is I need, I, I, Still want to have a full size spare. Um, so I have eight and a half inch wide wheels all the way around right now, but I don't have an eight and a half for the trunk to keep, uh, for my spare. Uh, so I kind of need to get another one. Um, and buying one wheel is a weird deal. And I've been looking on Craigslist for a bit, but the only, there's one guy that sells them, but he's asking like 200 bucks for like one wheel. Um, <laughs> anyways, I could get a full set if I just wait, wait it out, but, um, Anyways, it's just kind of complex and I, I, you know, I'd kind of like to have an aftermarket wheel on there. So the reason why I throw it out is because I'm, you know, we had covered some of my tire issues, uh, or I was just talking in depth about the wear on my tires due to the camber and everything. And I, you know, I think I am getting pretty close. I'll probably need new tires before the winter. So maybe I'll want to get them before, uh, the next rally. And that's, that's the opportunity to change wheels if I'm going to, right? Um, and so the reason I throw it out there is cause I just kind of want to start planning for that. If I, if I am going to change wheels and now, now's the time to figure it out. And, and I don't have anything in my head of like what I want to, what I want to throw on there. So it's cool to see the suggestions. Um, this is just like the brake pad thing before. I mean, I, I think I do like the idea just because, um, kind of Warren already mentioned this, but the whole car, like the suspension setup and everything, how you have it with the brakes and everything like it looks pretty much stock except that it's lowered but like throwing some wheels on there will kind of just from yeah. an aesthetic standpoint will complete that whole package and yeah. then 
Uh, and then on top of that, you're also, there are benefits, right? You're talking about the, the weight, which is the thing. And then of course, cleaning, um, yeah. um, both of those, you know, I think are good things. Um, everyone was, I mean, I saw a lot of suggestions for the apex, uh, yeah. our gates. I really like those too. Um, I don't know. I haven't looked at them recently to see how much they go for, but maybe we can hit them up and see if they can do like a some kind of industry deal for us. But that's a great looking wheel and they're very strong. They're also yeah. readily available if anything happens, right? Which is another thing like right. finding a used set of cool wheels right. that might be light that are out of production or, you know, whatever, or the sizing is weird or hard to get. Yeah. Like then that's all a whole other you're screwed. Thing. Yeah. You bend yeah. a wheel and you're screwed. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, the apex, I mean, far and away the most commented was, uh, were apex suggestions. Um, and that, that's like what all the specy E46 guys run too. Um, and I, yeah, I think they are, it is, it is a good combo. If you get the, the cast, not the forged, um, it's a good combo of like a good strong wheel. That's not, uh, super expensive and, um, it's very reasonably priced. I think, I think they're, they're like $300 a piece right now or something like that, which isn't bad for a good wheel. Mm-hmm. What do they weigh? I think, uh, like seventeen pounds. I have. So you have little... style. You have style twenty eight on there right now. Sixty eight or sixty eight. I have to look up the weight of that. I have a little spreadsheet with the weights. Is a fi- they're a five spoke. No, no it's they look a, like, it's a like a BBSRC. It's like a, talk, it's like an, a, a Hockenheim uh, or something. It's it's like the a TSW one? Hockenheim yeah. or a, or HRE P forty. But with dish, which, which yeah, is we... a car that looks good. Which is a wheel that looks good on every single right. car. Exactly. Yeah. So. Let's see, uh, Brian, what size do you have? 17 by eight and a half? Yes. Okay, so they're... You're looking up to style 68? Yeah, they're roughly 22 pounds. They're a little under 22 pounds. Yeah. 16, 17 by eight and a half. And then um, let's say you were to do a 17 by eight and a half Apex R8. You said you already looked up the size. I mean, the weight. I thought somebody mentioned it in there, but I, there were so many notes that I'm not sure which one it applied to. So they I, are 17 pounds. Yeah, so it's that's a pretty solid savings. Yeah, that's five pounds yeah. difference in five quarter. pounds. That's that's yeah. huge. There's, that's pretty there, light. There's for another an inch apex wheel? wheel too. That's pretty good. Uh, I think it's it's not the something seven. Uh, a few people mentioned it, and I looked it up, and I, I think I do actually prefer it over the arc eight. Uh, it's huh. not an yeah, arc seven. Yeah. It's a. Uh, let me see. Huh. Don't all talk at once. Silence. Uh, mine's Silence not loading. Okay. I, I I try to load the fucking. I'm trying to load the page to see the wheels. I bought um, Apex uh, spacers before. They're cool. They're, I think they're like in Pleasanton or something, right? They're in these. Yeah, they're local. Yeah. Yeah. They, they actually there's a um, they built a couple uh, E46 330s. Um, there's a guy I was chatting with on Instagram that uh, has one that he's prepping like pretty similar to what I was doing. You know, gotcha. make it first EC7. Try. Yes, EC7. Pretty Dude, good looking are, wheel. But that's bumpsy to an 18, though. They don't have them in 17. Uh, if you do the... Yeah, the problem is... I, th- I thought they did have uh, 17s, but maybe it's it's just the EC7R, which is the forged. Forged. And yeah, then you're there. bumping up to like 500 bucks, which is kind of a deal yeah. killer. Right. I mean, if you can get a deal on those, I mean, that'd be pretty awesome because that's even lighter and stronger. So <laughs> Yeah, I know. But then I, I like the idea. I mean, when I was in Spec E30, uh, you know, there's a class of wheel 
Yeah, so the EC7 just has like a rounder profile rather than like the square, like straight yeah, it's spokes. It's got of, like uh, a curve a, that goes into the center that's kind of yeah. nice looking. Um, yeah. yeah, when I was, when I was racing Spec E30, uh, it, you get into, you start revolving around this type of wheel that's like cheap because you're, you need like three sets of wheels. Um, and you're going to bend a wheel like, you know, it's bend or break a wheel. Like that's just going to happen. And so you need to be able to replace these almost as consumables. Um, so it needs to be reasonably priced. So everybody runs cast wheels and they work totally fine. And you know, you're dealing in a price range for the E thirties. I think it was like 120 bucks a wheel for like the team dynamics 1.2 or whatever. And kind of similar, there was like the mini light knockoff that people ran to. I had a set of those. Those were pretty cheap. Um, you know, it's, it, the weight isn't crazy low, but it's better than a stock wheel. And, um, that, that's kind of like the class that I want is like the, you know, the cheaper side still looks good, uh, still strong, uh, and readily available. So cast wheels usually aren't weaker. It's just that they're heavier because they're not really? as dense. Is that true? I yeah. thought forged was strong, a stronger wheel, stronger I mean, and stronger. lighter. It is going to be a little stronger and lighter, but it's more to do with like, because it's the density of material and stuff. It's like Uh they're, they're able to get away with more strength and be, have a thinner wall and everything. Right, 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 right. right. Um, but usually, I mean, cast wheels are super strong, you know, Um, depending on what, what the design is, you, you know, what design you get. I mean, there's Uh, kind of a minimum strength wheels and stuff. Yeah. There's kind of a minimum strength to like be able to pass standards and everything too. Right. Yeah. I don't know. The thing is us doesn't really have many standards for aftermarket wheels oh, so you can right. kind of like get away with selling a lot of stuff where right. if you're like tube approved like the mm-hmm. the, Germany, yeah. the group fours i got for my car are, are tube approved so yeah. that's like a really strong like it's gone through the whole process that I, I wonder they if have group, to do for european i wonder if group four has anything cool because i like their designs i know your wheels aren't heart aren't easy to clean that's definitely not going to be true but maybe they have something that would be cool oh my god i don't think they really have anything for modern stuff it's Mm -hmm. a lot of um it's a lot of like knockoffs of retro stuff um Mm-hmm. Who was are do you remember who makes the group four stuff? Who who does the uh Compomotive, I think, right? Compomotive, yeah. Oh, really? so it's pretty legit. Compomotive yeah. has I just started following them on Instagram because they they do I don't know, they seem pretty active right now and Compomotive oh, under yeah. that brand have a lot of cool like historic styled yeah. wheels like from like, like the rad stuff. yeah, and like rally stuff, like the flat. Yeah, Compomotive made the yeah, like the that that dish right like yeah. that flat dish wheel yeah. that was super like it was super iconic uh in rally um that everyone started to got to reproduce recently um but yeah i'm super down with compomotors but i didn't even know they were they were a thing i thought they had kind of gone dude gone that under dope escort it's cool to see man ali just sent me this uh it's the wrong generation of course but yeah, uh it's an ugly one. is it automotive I generations like it. man or automotive generations um is it that time or what i think so um well, uh, no big deal. My 56 Chevy's in a shop. What? what? It moved. What the fuck? It I actually heard about this. I didn't want to it's say in anything. A shop? Who's shop? Dave's? No, Dave would never you take, take a, that off. <laughs> you have to pay ahead of time. A project from me. You have so to pay ahead of time. It was just it's the storage situation has changed, but it's no longer in a force. It's just now being stored in a shop, but nothing is happening. Is that what you're saying? That's not what I'm saying. What are you saying? Is this your story or what? <laughs> That's my story. Making stuff so up. Where is it, Brian? What shop? Where is uh, it? Uh, four by four and more, right down the street from me in Scotts Valley. Okay. So the dude Dan that runs it, 
is a uh he listens to the podcast. He knows cool. John Bullock, yeah. Uh so anyways, we were growing out. Turns out he's interested in uh building old NASCAR stuff too. He was looking for something like just pre seventy five, like that era. Um mm. uh but anyways, he's he's pretty stoked on uh you know, they're slow right now. Um and uh just you know one thing led to another with conversations i i really the 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 root of the story is we need to clean up around the house my parents house i just brought this extra chassis home so it's kind of like a forcing function where i need to get rid of that chassis so i want to um pull the parts i need off and cut it up for scrap so that's that's really all I'm doing. That's kind of like the basics, but uh, it's, um, you know, leading to pretty fun uh, planning uh, and uh, conversations. And I, I at the moment have the Chevy and the the pickup parts truck down there um, and we're working through it. And right now, my dad and I, and I are splitting costs to like a for a reasonable amount, not very much just to just to basically do the cleanup stuff. Um, but it's exciting. So you you were t- I remember you had mentioned the hubs were one main one of the big things that you wanted off of the truck chassis right? Well, it's a, yeah, it's the rear end and then in the front it's a uh, so it's the full um, it's the full rear end in the back and then uh, p- probably even like the leaf springs and all, the mounting brackets and and anything that you can pull off heavy duty from the truck you throw. And over. so are they doing like um are they like media blasting it to like because I know no, you mentioned specifically I don't want to do any cleanup stuff. Uh, only as needed to be able to get the parts under one chassis. But we're, it's total planning stages right now. Like it's, it's just trying to think through all the steps before taking the first and, um, see, you know, how it all, uh, comes out. I mean, we're, um, I, I had it, uh, towed down to the shop uh, a couple weeks ago and, and have just been aggressively looking at what actual next steps are since then and um, uh, doing some research. And like the first thing that I run into with the whole NASCAR, uh, vintage NASCAR recreation thing is if I'm going to mount the original motor and three speed manual tranny, then I, there was a, there was a, tra- uh, a cross member that was cut out by the previous owner to fit an automatic tranny in, I would need to remake the, the cross member for the, the manual transmission, uh, to be able to mount that back up. And just that alone, you you know, this is not bolt up stuff. Like, uh, I could very easily run out of the little bit of funny money I have, um, just in doing, you know, fabricating a single cross member. So could change the plan completely. And I just don't want to dive in. Hmm. Wow, but, dude. So what, what did you tow it yourself or did you have it flatbedded or what'd you do? Uh, I, uh, the end of the story is I just had it flatbedded. Um, I had both. Uh, I did pick up my idea was that I would, um, do hook up one of the, uh, I just picked up a Harbor Freight thing, you know, uh, how we were towing the Festiva around. You just get the, the tow bar that you bolt to the front of a car. I was planning yeah. on 
um, doing that to both the truck and the car, even though it's illegal, it was a pretty short distance. Uh, and then just towing it myself with the added benefit there, uh, being that after the, any work is done at the shop, then I can just tow it home myself, uh, with the tow bar. And so I still think that's a good idea. That's part of the plan. That's like actually step one is mounting that up. But, um, on the day I was doing all the transfers, uh, they, they get up. I, I, I did end up pulling the trigger to have a tow truck at least take the pickup, which would have been kind of blatantly illegal. Um, so they got come hook it up while I'm drilling holes to, you know, get this thing mounted <laughs> and they did it so quick and it was so the right thing to do, like safety wise that I was just like, Hey, come back and take this one too. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not worth messing around. Dude. Uh, it's funny, Brian, I was, um, kind of like in the background of a zoom call that the girls were having our wives. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I was like, Oh, what's up guys. And, uh, I was like, where's Brian? And, and Christina's like, Oh, he's, He's getting the Chevy towed. And I was like, uh, she doesn't, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Clearly. She's, she's, she doesn't 20 know. years flash through your head and you're she's, like, how is that? Drunk. That's the, well, I'm like, go compete. through the Rolodex. I'm like, no, that's, that's no. incorrect. And I'm like, wait, the truck chassis or something? And I'm like, where is it going? She's like, ah, I'm not really sure. And I, either she like realized that she wasn't supposed to say anything or she really didn't know. But either way, I was like, nah, that can't be. Brian hasn't mentioned anything like this is this is all fucking fake news, fake news. Yeah. But then here we are. Actually yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I, I'm glad to see it move. I mean, shit, this is like amazing off the property. And how long? It is amazing. 20 years. Dude. 20. Wow. Wait, what is it? Well, I don't know. I don't know what really the exact More date when it parked years, it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 23 years. Damn. Um, Something like that. But yeah, I mean, it's like kind of kind of warms warms the heart a little bit to see it like out in the sunlight and <laughs> actually so next to the shop is a is a car wash so we, i pull it out and you know there's it seems like you know it's easy it's just right there you'd have the tow truck guy get it but it's little things that i notice as i'm prepping for that where it's like the transmission's in the back so is the uh drive shaft like let's move this stuff so this can transport and then i go inside and it's like there's a ratty old seat in the back i pull that out through the back window and it's just like rat poop everywhere like a super hazard zone and that's the way it gets towed over there right and uh i asked i asked dan uh once it was there like if he knew anybody who did cleaning that i could just hire and it's like the the car wash right next yeah. door is closed but they have guys that are still around and um so a guy came over and like cleaned it super killer just paid cash and you know, it's like that's so, progress by itself. Yeah, right? yeah. I was gonna say, so it begins. Right, like. <laughs> right, right. But um, yeah, definitely different different visions going through my head. I mean, my dad and I are on the same page. We're partners in it. Um, uh, you know, we're. Are you still on for that? You still on for that head gasket in La Jolla? So no, gotta, we're straight. We're okay. straight there. <laughs> we're straight. Um, yeah, you've you paid a lot of rent, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, we don't. We obviously aren't doing a full restoration on this thing. We're not getting, we're not Just jumping in and, yeah. and dropping 70, 80 grand or anything. Uh, uh, part of the thinking is if we're going to offload it, like at least get things bolted together. So it's a little bit more valuable. And mm-hmm. so I personally have this little tweak with the vintage NASCAR stuff, which does cost money. That's like extra parts to add that does take some effort. Um, 
uh, rather than just bolting up a 350 and a manic tranny. And so right now that's the step is like, what, what you know, how, how much extra is it really going to cost? And, you know, maybe we'll bolt it together and just sell it. And I, you know, that's something that I'm totally okay with too. Uh, uh, I did poke around, uh, very lightly trying to see, uh, if, if there might be any interest selling it without doing anything. And it's like, it's worth very, very little that way right. as it stands. Yeah. And you might even to get to enjoy it for a little bit. I mean, even if it's short lived, but see that Dude, thing if there, driving if down the road. I would imagine that if a morning if it, motors, if it drives on the road, I would imagine that I'm in deep, dude. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm going to get out it, the paint rollers. We'll paint it with. <laughs> we'll go to Home Depot and grab some grab some exterior paint and just swab it up. Yeah, and burn burn some tires probably. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if we'll get to that point though. They're, they're all obviously every single item on the checklist would have to. Right, be. right. Well, that's that's exciting. We'll uh, look forward to more updates as we go along. But uh, for now, trivia time. Yeah, no, I'm done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Art, do the honors, would you? It's been so long. Thank you, thank you. It's trivia time. Um, I came across a story. About a strip club. Don't hmm. say anything if you know more than I'm about to tell oh, you. Oh, dude, yeah. The, 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 there's a woman and she has a bullet hole and um, <laughs> eye patch. Um, have you guys been to Portland? Who's been to Portland? Show of hands. Oh, everyone's been to Portland. Everybody. Do you remember how many strip clubs there are in Portland? Nope. A lot. What's the deal with that? What's know. the They're deal? Everywhere. What's the deal with strip clubs? Yeah. I mean, there's like 30 on the way between downtown and the airport. There's some like next door to each other. Well, they yeah, usually are, right? They have like the killer food too, right? <laughs> oh, really? Well, that's yeah. my joke is uh, you go to the strip club for takeout. You don't even stay. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's um, pretty funny. So write that one down. <laughs> it's, part, it's in that book. That's what I just want to yeah. talk There's more to it, Lane. I'm not going to give everything I have. Come on. <laughs> Um, I got you. It's a total Larry David scenario, though. Yeah, exactly. He's, like, he's all, get out of my way. I'm trying to pick up food here. <laughs> my son is, is barging in for some reason. Nice. What do you What um, do you need, bud? Uh, Andrew oh, has a tattoo. Oh, he's tatted up, dude. I can't nice. see what it is. All right. Dump truck? You want to say there hi? You go. Hi. All right, there we go. So okay. he's excited. Okay. He's already getting tats. Right, come up there he's like, he's all high. Dude, we've been in quarantine for like a month and a half, and he's already has like face tats, like a tear. <laughs> yeah. um, on, uh, on the latest Saturday Night Live, Pete Davidson says like, he makes a, a comment about like, well, I don't have a face bet. Um, I don't have a face tattoo yet, so half of you lost that bet. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, nice. All right. So Oregon Strip Club has made a modification uh, to keep, to stay open during COVID-19. Uh, what cam is girls. it? Okay. Cam girls. What's that? Live cameras. Live cameras. Oh. That's a good guess. Yeah. Yeah. A uh, big old plate of glass, dude. I don't right. Know. Between you uh, and the, the stage. Yeah. Yeah. But what about all the patrons? Oh yeah. All the patrons. I guess they're eight, 10 feet apart. I don't you know. mean patreon.com? Oh, uh, human-sized condoms <laughs> that everybody has to wear. Like over your head, like a sleeping bag? Yep. Well, it's like those jerk stations, those little <laughs> beat-off stations they have in New York where you, like, watch the cam- the girl between, behind the glass. And that sounds like I, I heard, it. see, I heard that those exist in San Francisco. I don't know. Oh, I, really? Somebody yeah. said. Dude, that's like they're the Madonna do. video. 
Which one is oh, that? Oh, yeah. Where yeah. they're trying to like keep inside the boy, you know, the kid trying to get a peek. Mm-hmm. You guys are all wrong. Um, Dang, really? They have added a drive through. <laughs> what? And this is, uh, How these does are, that work? these are That's pictures awesome. from, from Reuters. So weird, dude. But I'm going to show. How sh- are they set up for that even? Oh, they're outside. They're like driving so through a, up. it's like driving through a pop-up tent, like a circus tent where they're, <laughs> you drive through and you park and oh. stop and the girls do their thing and you like throw That's money, I guess. Really dude, funny. You have to be so hard up. That's like, really funny, dude. Wow. That's weird. No, you just, you have to go just for the spectacle of that. Just I know. It's a unique I thing. would totally, like, dude, that's like hilarious. That's, that's like what they do for like Christmas light parades. You're driving through, but right. instead it's people twirling <laughs> yeah. around on poles and stuff. Wow. And that's, titties. that's amazing. I know. How, um, how gnar- I mean, the thing, I agree with Lane. I was going to say how desperate or gnarly do you have to be like addicted to such a thing? But thinking about it right now, us in a, as a group in a Turo oh. rental at, in Portland, Yes, let let's go I there. Mean, but yes. that's a one time thing. If if ever, like, oh, for I don't sure. See the uh, there's no element of like hanging out and getting comfortable and getting a lap dance or whatever you uh, people do. Uh, it's uh, called, Lane, Lane is called a bonnet dance in England, uh, and here they call it a really? dance. Uh, that's classy. <laughs> that um, also, yeah. I mean, think about the fumes. Like, if you have some big old truck and you go in there, because like yeah. people that go to strip clubs already have shitty ass cars, right? It's Portland, dude. Everyone's all, rolling cold. EVs and stuff. Uh, Oh, EV. I think you'd pay less or, to go yeah. through if you had an EV. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. It's less yeah, work. Exactly. How there's like the, the EV lane chicks. or whatever they're saying. Yeah, there's like the hot chicks in the EV lane and there's like the, <laughs> the dump truck girls. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and the, the girls are all wearing masks too, which is like, it's very, um, apocalyptic. I don't, I mean, yeah. titties Guarantee are one thing. There's but... some masks incorporated into costumes like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's very Mad Max, right? Yeah. Mad Mask is what it is. Oh, fucking write that one down the joke book. That's incredible, dude. (laughs) Drive through strip club. You heard it first. That's pretty funny, dude. I got to hand it to the guy though, or woman who owns the strip club was like, this is what we're doing. I'm yeah. fucking. I, I bet the tips suck, dude. I bet or the they're money. fatter because everyone feels so bad. They're like, Jesus Christ, what's happening yeah. here? Like, take everything. Just throwing money on the ground, or what he do? No I'm one knows. Sure they have that part on the exit. Out. It's like when Lane. Remember those? Like, it's like the a it's, teller. It's like a funnel. It's thing? like a yellow plastic funnel, and you throw the. Remember, it spins around. Oh yeah, sucks it in on yeah, your yeah. exit. Oh, dude, the yeah. bank teller thing would be great. Funk. The bank teller. It goes. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. all the vacuum tube. It, yeah, it, it's yeah. it's just like the one you see at Costco or whatever, except it's got a thong on it, and you pull that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now we're thinking, guys. <laughs> this is finally happening. Fascinating. All right, that's trivia. Well, cool. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Later. Hasta pasta. See ya. patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome go check us out on patreon and please become a patron of our podcast it helps us out a lot 
and you get some cool stuff in return. We give you a weekly podcast, which we title Experts in Automotive Opinion. I think we've done 60 of those so far, something like that. We also give you exclusive Patreon-only stickers, and we'll send you a sticker pack right when you join. Uh, we give discounts and early access to certain events we do, like Camping While Awesome, and we give you first crack at our rallies. Check it out. And join us on patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thank you guys.